I'm Callie Lampy, and you are listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast, where my daddy shares a daily gift with you from the ocean. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. I am your host, Ryan P. Lampy, and today's surfing lesson is Forget the Pretty Walk. My last really exciting, awesome wave was a couple days ago. I paddled for this wave. The waves were really sucky that day, and the waves were breaking, like, right up against the cliffs. I mean, not right up against the cliffs, like, but pretty damn close. Like, they were pretty close. The, I would say 80% of the waves, you cannot ride. They'll just crash right up against the cliffs. That's it. The other 20%, you could ride for a little while before they would smash eventually against the cliffs, too. So there were just no waves, and uh, the tide was really high. So it just made it really challenging, really difficult. Yet, this one really nice lined-up wave came. And... I paddled my ass off for it. It looked, it looked so good. It looked like it was really promising. I was surfing this break that goes right beyond this peninsula. And it goes past where this big cave is coming out of the peninsula. And it's really cool. It looks awesome. And it's also pretty dangerous. And basically, you have to be fully committed. You have to go all the way. And you have to be committed. And you have to have a good wave. that you can make it all the way out in front of the cave. I mean, I'm talking like brushing the wall. Almost like it's like right there. Basically, if you make a mistake, you could die. Or you have to get off super early before a wave smashes against the cliffs. And so a little bit depends on the wave, depends on the surfer, depends on where you caught the wave, depends on the speed you have, all that kind of stuff, everything together. And so it's a tricky wave, challenging. And this nice big lined up wave came along. Paddled my ass off for it, got into it. And I got into it like, not as I was expecting. Like I got into it, and I had to hop up to the front of the board. And when I got up, it wasn't like the front front. Like it was like two thirds forward on the board, which is it was a steep wave, about head high. It was pretty steep. These these waves were exploding right on the cliffs. Even for a, a high tide, these waves were steep. I didn't even know how steep it was until I got on this wave. And so I hop up on the front of my board. I catch the wave. I'm like, whew. And I'm barely on it. And I'm like super excited. And this wave is it's curling and it's high. And I'm super high up on it. And there's a moment where I'm about to come off the back of it. And it's wild because it feels like it's an elevator drop. Like the wave is so high up. I'm like, I feel like I'm, you know, six feet up in the air on the front of my board. And I, what I do is I jump to the nose of my board. To stay on the wave. I didn't even think I would make it. But I jumped to the nose of the board. To see if I can keep some forward momentum. See if I can stay on the wave without coming off. Because I was in such a critical spot. And I jumped forward on the board. I got to the very nose. And I rode the wave. I rode the wave. It turned out to be the most exhilarating wave. I stayed on. Right up against the wall of the cliffs. I stayed on the nose of the board. Which is really exhilarating. Exciting. Fun. And it was scary. I was super scared. And here I am flying. I feel like I'm six feet in the air on the very, very nose of my board going incredibly fast. I wasn't going to make that damn cave still. I couldn't make it. Couldn't get the speed. I was too far behind it. And so I get off the wave, come off the back of it, and and um, 
boom, there's the experience. It was a lot of fun. But here's the thing. I've been practicing walking the board now for since like January this year, December last year, something like that. And in order to practice walking the board, well, I have to, you know, take one step in front of the other. And I've had a lot, break a lot of old habits of me wanting to skip around and jump around on the board front and back. And why am I doing it? Well, because it doesn't really look pretty. And I want to get this more, you know, it's more style, more flowy, smoother when you can, when I can walk the board. People love that. People take pride in that. People um, respect that in the surfing community. They love when someone can walk the board nice and smoothly, front and back, front and back, rather than skipping around, shuffling around, hopping and skipping, jumping, all that kind of stuff. It looks very kooky. It's also not as smooth. Often doesn't get the job done, not even close to as well as someone who can walk the board nice and smoothly. It cuts off the flow of the surf. But in that moment, so, so bottom line is this. I've been practicing my walking myself to become a better surfer and it's more pleasing to the eye it's what it's what is appropriate it's what the situation calls for learning how to be a great classic longboard surfer is walking don't skip around don't shuffle but in this moment i had to get on this wave i was committed to getting on this wave and so i've been practicing a lot of the walking and stuff often it doesn't work sometimes i'm not quick enough sometimes i'm too quick i just haven't figured it out yet and i'm practicing but in this particular moment, I was like, fuck it. I have to be on this wave. And the wave is critical. And I want to get right into this just perfect critical moment of the wave. It looked too good. I had to get it. I wanted it so badly. And so I literally jumped up to the front of the board. Boom. Jumped up. And I jumped up from my, from my stomach up to the front of the board. And then I jumped from there. I didn't walk. I didn't. Didn't even do like a baby shuffle. Like I jumped up to the very front of it because I had to get on that wave. It might have caused me to wipe out. I could have jumped up to the nose and then just nosedive. I could like anything could have happened. It would have been crazy. But I wanted it so badly. I was like, fuck the rules. Screw the traditions. Screw what I look like. Those people watching me on the cliffs. I don't care what I look like if I if I don't walk this thing nice and smoothly. I'm just gonna jump up. If I wipe out, I wipe out. I make it, I make it. Either way, I don't even care. What I want is the results. I just want to be able to surf this wave. I want to catch it. I want to get into it. And really, I want, I really want to be able to make it past this cave. That'd be awesome as well. But I want to be able to surf this wave, get a great experience, and not die. <laughs> That's what's going through my mind. And so I was like, fuck the walking. Fuck this pretty walk, being all classic and traditional. I'm not saying like that's out the window completely. I'm never going to do it. I want that. I'm committed to learning and practicing that style, traditional longboard walking. But in this moment, I was like, fuck it. I need it. I want it. And some of you right now have somewhere where in your life, you are being held back by traditions, by the old stories, by the rules, by what other people deem as respectful or appropriate. There are things you want. There are relationships that you want. There are results that you want that you are not willing to give yourself the permission to get outside of the fucking box, the structure, the traditions. I mean, I know people right now are willing to talk to some of the people they love the most because of some kind of respect or culture or um, they're afraid of offending people. 
They're afraid of offending their wives, offending their brothers and sisters. They don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. So they let situations, they let um, relationships fucking completely fall away and it eats them alive. I know people right now who fucking are on the edge of doing something great in their career. But it's fucking risky. And they have to do it untraditionally. They have to break a lot of rules. They have to break a lot of relationships. They're probably going to get rejected a whole lot of people that like them right now because of the decision that they have to make. And I know people on the other side of that decision just recently, in the past few months, a couple people who have made huge career leaps because they said, you know what? I want this. I want this result. This is what I want for my life. Fuck everybody else. Not that their heart is bad, like, fuck everybody else, like, I don't give a shit about them. But it's like, I prioritize my results. I want this. This has to happen. I have to get on this wave. I don't care if everybody thinks I'm a kook. I don't care if everybody thinks I'm an idiot or I look so sloppy and jumping forward. And I don't care if I even wipe out. I don't want to, but I don't give a shit what I want. Get on this wave. Hang 10, fucking six feet in the air. Right up against the cliffs. That's what I want. This whole summer, nice, solid, steep waves, exhilaration. That's what I want. So where in your life do you need to give yourself permission to do whatever is required? Get outside of these stories, these traditions. You got, you're so caught up in the mechanics. How you're supposed to do whatever it is you want. How you're supposed to go about relationships. What you, you're supposed to say or not supposed to say. What's appropriate or what is not appropriate. Just give yourself permission to do whatever is required to go after what your heart wants. All right, guys. That's all I have for you today. If you enjoyed this message, share this with a brother. Give them some inspiration, some motivation. Pump them up. And go to iTunes. Help me reach more men by leaving a five-star rating and a review. And if you you want to break outside the fucking box when it comes to marriage, when it comes to relationships, you think you have what it takes to do whatever is required. Create the passion and the fireworks inside your marriage that you've always wanted. I guarantee you, one of the main reasons why you don't have the marriage and the sex life, and the connection you want with your wife right now because you are held back by what you or what you assume your wife thinks or other people think is appropriate, is good, is right, is wrong, is what you should or shouldn't do. You think your wife likes you all nice? Maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she wants to trust you more. She puts that, she prioritizes trusting you and your word over your gestures of being fucking nice. She'd rather just have a man who she can fucking rely on. She has some damn integrity. Not some fucking nice guy that gets trampled on everyone else. Including her. Maybe. One possibility, brother. You find yourself, you're one of those guys trapped behind these rules, trapped behind what you think is appropriate, and you just cannot figure out a way. You just can't get the fucking passion. 
inside your marriage that you've always wanted for, what you expected to be inside your marriage since before you ever even married her. If you want that, then find me on Facebook at Ryan P. Lampy and direct message me. Tell me, I want to live wildly connected. All right, guys, I love you all. Have an amazing rest of your day, and I'll catch you tomorrow in the next episode of the Surfing Lessons Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. For more Lampy craziness, find my daddy on Facebook at Ryan P. Lampy and have a powerful